see, Santa's never wrong, is he? Ho, 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 ho. Well, next we have, who do we have now? Let's see. Oh. Oh, no. Is he on the naughty list? Justin Reynolds. Oh, boy. <sighs> Although he's on the naughty list, he does have a good podcast. Mysterious Circumstances. Perhaps you should check them out. But, for now, let's give him a listen as he tells a Christmas haunting story. The soft thud of following footsteps echoed behind him as he hurried through the snowflakes toward home. They kept pace with him, quickening when he quickened and slowing when he slowed down. It was just creepy. His flesh crawled at the sound as he sped up, cursing himself for walking home alone from the midnight Christmas mass. Normally not a pious man, the middle-aged bachelor had suddenly been struck by a wish to hear the old Christmas songs, sung once again by a church choir, and he had walked across town to attend the service. Now he regretted his choice as he passed dark house after dark house in the snowy night, and the footsteps always followed. He sped up until he was nearly running, and skidded into his street. A few more paces brought him to the bottom of his front steps, and as he dashed up them, he realized suddenly that the following footsteps had ceased abruptly. He glanced behind him at the cross street from which he had just turned and saw only one pair of footprints in the snow-covered street, when there should have been two. He frowned in puzzlement, and then shuddered as the cold breeze struck him, driving snow against his collar and slammed against the door. The freezing white powder seemed to almost pass through the door, but that was superstitious nonsense. His hand was shaking as he unlocked the front door and hurried inside. He expected black nothingness, but he was delighted to see the yellow glow of firelight coming from his study doorway upstairs. His old housekeeper, whom he thought would be firmly asleep in her attic bedroom, must have lit the fire pending his return. He shrugged out of his coat and paused for a moment amazed to find it still warm and dry, even though he had walked more than a mile through the snowstorm. It was almost as if he'd been walking in a bubble of calm air, though he remembered the soft snowflakes hitting his face when he first stepped out of church, before the mysterious footsteps could begin. His shudder was interrupted by a shout of greeting as his old friend Andy came hurrying out of the study. His whole face lit up in a grin at the unexpected surprise. The two men shook hands heartily and retreated back to the warmth of the firelight, talking so fast they stumbled over each other's words. Andy had left town years ago to take a government job in D.C., and they hadn't seen each other since. Nearly an hour passed before it occurred to him that his guest might be hungry. His offer of a meal was instantly accepted 
but Andy was unwilling to leave the comfort of the fire to eat in the kitchen, so he jogged downstairs alone to fetch some food. He really didn't wonder at his friend's reluctance to join him in the kitchen. Andy had looked very pale and had kept shivering with cold while they talked. He hoped his friend wasn't falling ill or anything like that. A few moments later, he was back with warmed up meat and potatoes and a couple glasses of beer, apologizing profusely for the mismatched dinnerware as he handed Andy a plate. Andy just laughed and hunkered down to eat. When they were both finished, he showed his friend a guest room and then tumbled into his own bed to sleep. All his apprehension caused by mysterious footsteps forgotten in the visit of his old friend. He jumped out of bed Christmas morning and dashed immediately downstairs to the guest room to rouse his friend. But Andy wasn't there, and the bed had not been slept in. He ran down to look in the study, but Andy wasn't there either. And one plate full of food was sitting on the end table beside his old friend's chair. It was completely untouched, though he'd seen Andy eating from it the night before. His skin started creeping at the thought. He ran to the kitchen and asked his housekeeper if she'd seen Andy. But the housekeeper had seen no one, either the previous night or this morning. He flopped down on the bottom step of the staircase, completely baffled. Where had Andy gone? It was a mystery that plagued him all Christmas Day, and he didn't enjoy his holiday dinner at all, a fact that annoyed his housekeeper. He was awakened the next morning from a restless sleep by the sound of the front doorbell. He stumbled out of bed and was splashing water from the bedside pitcher onto his sleeping eyes when a knock came at his bedroom door. When he answered, his housekeeper handed him a telegram that had just arrived. As she hurried back downstairs to prepare his breakfast, he opened it curiously, not knowing who would be telegraphing him so urgently. As he read the telegram, he started to tremble. The message was short and to the point. It was from Andy's family, and they had regretted to inform him that his old friend Andy had just passed away on Christmas Eve in his home in Washington, D.C. He sat down hard on the bed, and the telegram just kind of fell away from his hand. It must have been Andy who had followed him home on Christmas Eve. That would explain the eerie footsteps and the dry coat in the middle of the snowstorm. He must have spent his Christmas Eve with a ghost. This story is called Haunted Christmas, and the author is unknown. Not here, so um, I, I 
guess I'm taking over for now. Um, next we have a story called Christmas Special, A Charlie Brown Christmas. I, I, I don't know what to say. Um, I, I think this is James and Bess, I think. So, um, I'm sorry, I'm just an elf. I don't know what to say. Um, hopefully Santa Claus be back before this one's over. Uh, yeah, so, enjoy. Uh, Merry, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. Wait, wait, what, what? What? Oh! Oh yeah! Um, this is James and Beth from, from, what's it called? Yesteryear Podcast? A Yesteryear Podcast, yeah! So, um, so, yeah, go check them out! Yeah, um, okay, Merry Christmas, bye! I think it's in cheer. I don't know. No, you sang with me. How nice! Welcome it's to the been stuck in my head all week. <laughs> That's true. It's and it's going to be there for weeks to come. Welcome to the Yes Year Podcast, a place where you can go to be yourself and unwind for a while. Like <laughs> cheers, if you know what that means. My name is James, and I am joined by my Grinch for co-host Beth. Grinch. Yeah, yeah you're. You're nasty, Mr. Green. Oh, that's just rude. It is. It is. I know. That's hurtful. I'm sorry. I'll be the Grinch. You're, oh, yeah, you be the Grinch. Okay. I want to be Cindy Lou Who. You're no more than two? Why are you busting in my house, mister? <laughs> Don't take my Christmas tree and my mom's money. She makes a coup of a puff. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. So, Beth, as per previous... Episodes. It's no secret you're not a real fan of uh, Christmas movies. Um, well, I guess now it's not a secret for people that you're not a fan of Christmas movies. No. <laughs> because if it wasn't, you are now. Um, what would you say makes your heart so cold and shriveled? Um, probably the uh, agonizing parts of my childhood that revolve around the holidays. Oh, my gosh. Agonizing parts. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's, I was yeah. actually t- talking to my teacher about this. Um, oh, no. We were talking about how we were told that Santa wasn't real. And mine was in the Walgreens um, aisle, one of them. And my mom gripped me up, pulled me to the side. And said, now you know, sweetie. She didn't say sweetie. Right. Now you know, jerk. Right. Santa is not real. And I said, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we see the gifts in the closet. You know, we look. Uh, and Ruiners. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay, that's fine. You know, whatever, Santa. And then she proceeded to ruin the rest of my life by saying, oh, yeah, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, it's all your dad. Great. Now, instead of seeing a bunny, I get to see a fat man. Oh. Oh. Either way, you're <laughs> That's what you get for calling me a Grinch. <laughs> Either way, you get to see the fat man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So I actually love Christmas movies, and appreciate they're all the same. I appreciate that there's so many channels playing them all month long, back to it. back, man. Yeah, and yet I always end up seeing the same one movie, a Christmas yeah. story. You just happen to come down at that time. No, 
Mm. No. There was really, really one day that movie was playing all day, oh, that, and that's the only one that played. That's every every year. time I came downstairs. Yeah, I know, I know Christmas it is. Day. I know it is. We're gonna do that this year, every it's year. Awful. Wow. I, I try not to come downstairs. When I was a kid, we had to wait until specific nights for anything Christmas related to play, and even then, it was like once and only specific movies. It seems. Well, that must be nice. We didn't, no, it was. It wasn't. <laughs> That being said, there's hardly anything that says Christmas more to me than the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> she said, mm. I agree. Uh, this movie really signaled Christmas time for me because usually it played like really close to Christmas Eve. They may have even played it on Christmas Eve. I don't know. For all I know, who knew, who, who, who the heck knows? Who knew, who knew, did you did you hear that? I stroked out for a second. It's not the first. I smelled roses, and then all of a sudden, my mouth didn't work right. I know it's bad news. I'm not in good health. Yeah. So this and Rudolph were the two that would play. I hate that dang movie. Um, but I was sure to watch it every year. I love them. I like the Yeti in that movie. Um, his name is Abominable. Excuse me. Is it really? Yeah. Do you know what the guy with the red beard is called? Yeah. You know, mom said it to me the other day because I bought you that thing. And she was, because I actually looked for that guy first. Um, It's like, it starts with a Y maybe. It does. And it's long. It's a two-parter name. Yeah. Um, What's the second letter? U. What's the third letter? It's Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> I did look for him first, but then I saw they had the, the leg lamp from A Christmas Story. I think that's awesome. And man. I, I said, oh, it. he loves that movie. It's always on. And you're right. So I was. I also like the leg lamp. So I think for you to be able to see. childhood. Good. Yeah. Just the lamp, though. Nothing just the, else. Not the, not the movie. The rest of just, just the lamp. For you to see Charlie Brown now... I think you have to have a subscription to, like, Apple or Disney or something in order to watch it. Um, I think that they, like, a whole bunch of people petitioned, and I think that they put it on TV one night this this month. But as far as I know, everything's owned by these big corporations, now these big conglomerates, and you have to pay to watch it, which makes me sad. I really like the uh, pumpkin one. It's it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown? I like when he's in the costume of the ghost, and he's like, I gotta rock. I gotta rock. <laughs> <laughs> Every house. Yeah. It's like people know. They see all his eyeballs. They're like, oh, that's Charlie Brown. He gets a rock. It's so I sad. I would have been really happy for, with a rock at that age, I think. A whole bag of rocks, though? You're thinking, man, I really made out this year. And then you just got a whole bunch of rocks in your bag. Everybody else got candy. You got a rock? I'm going to trade my rocks, okay? I'm going to business it up. I'm going to put googly eyes on I'm going to paint sell them. them. Do you know what a big business that was? Pet rocks? Yeah. People did that. And I'm talking like in the 70s, early 80s, maybe? Like, pet rocks were huge, and, like, people made, for the time, like, millions. It does not take a lot to please me. They made the money. I would buy them. I would spend my money. <laughs> I'd be like, this one has a curly hair. It looks like me. We might bring that back, dude. Oh, I'm not even lying. I got tears in my eyes. Oh. I used to make a lot of them, you remember? I made a bunch of them. Some weren't even rocks. I just put gooey eyes on things yes, and slapped glitter on it. Remember jacked up rocks. <laughs> <laughs> he was special, okay? I love that rock. I loved all your little rocks and they had I names. I named them. And I then, named them, Yes, yeah. and then you were like, you remember the names? And I'd go through all the names you and there's, the there's names. jacked up rocks. And I'd be yep. pleased. And I go, and then I go, yeah, so why can't you remember my birthday, Dad? <laughs> 
That's not even. That's not you even true. You forgot one time. I never have stuck forgotten with me. your no, it's birthday. One time you got me mixed up. You got it mixed up. You were like, "It's um May," and I was like, "It's not May. It I'm was ne- never May." I'm never, never. It's happened one time. Well, I don't care about the rest of the times. Those times don't matter. You can remember ninety eight percent of the time. Doesn't matter. Okay, that two percent of the time that hurts. That hurts. Anyway, I brought it up in therapy. Of course you did. <laughs> no, therapy throwback. <laughs> So the cool thing about this, though, is that yeah. now that we own the DVD special, the 1960 mm-hmm. special, that we can watch these movies anytime that we want to. So I say, damn your eyes. A pox on your house, Apple TV. Yeah. A pox on your house? A pox on your house. What's a pox? Like chicken pox? It's not good. It it's from, you should know this, it's from some book or play. That's your I field. I know what chicken pox is. But it, you I've never say heard a pox. Anyone, no, nobody ever says that. <gasps> you ask your aunts. Ask any of them. They all know a pox on your now house. I'm going to get hate messages. Yep. Now you, you are. You always make me get hate messages. Oh, that's what you get uh, for not knowing By the things. way, you should know this. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm only 17, okay? There's something <laughs> I just don't know because you're old language, all right? So, question for you. Initial impression of what this was going to be like. I like animation films. I was really excited about seeing this. Were you? Yeah. Wow. My one of my favorite movies is an animation film. Now it's a shorter film, so d- is it? I like that it was Spider Verse. <laughs> well, that's one of them, yeah. But that's actually not the one that came oh, to mind. Oh, what you thinking? Was the stop animation film? Is what I mentioned? Was oh, what I meant. I'm sorry. What was it? Yeah. Well, we j- we just like jump into conclusions here. So that's a game I played. Jump to conclusions. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm really good fun? at it. Yeah, I win. Oh wow. <laughs> um, the box trolls. Oh. Uh, uh-uh. I love the box trolls. One of my favorite movies. Nice. It always makes me cry. I always cry at the end. Have you ever seen the show, the movie Mr. Fox? Have you ever watched that? No, but I always want to, but we don't own it. And I, my Great. PS4 locked me out. Your I can't grandparents watch it love Mr. Fox. What the cuss? Your, your grandma Yeah, but you know, after time. I watched The Little Prince, I just got like, I have trust issues when it comes to stop animation movies like that now. Mm, okay. Well, that's I want to watch it though. That one roughed me up. Did, was there a movie trailer for this that didn't have yeah, one? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, and did you rate yeah, it? Yeah, it set up the movie really well. Oh. It was kind of cute. Gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I didn't see one, so I can't rate Yeah, I wouldn't watch it, though, because it's Christmas-related. You know, I just don't like Christmas. So. Right. Right. So, a Charlie Brown Christmas was released December 9th, 1965. I was born then. Which, to many people's surprise, is before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the exact date I was born. I was, actually. I was, you know, yeah, really. 19, um, December 9th, sixty five. Yeah. Funny enough, that's not the date that I remember for your birthday. But if that's what you want me to change it to, it then your birthday was four days ago. Happy belated birthday! I missed it again. No, wait, what? December? Yeah, because it's December thirteenth. Oh, you said twenty ninth. No. Oh, I see. I can't. <laughs> what day did it come out? December twenty eighth. December 9th. I'm born on the twenty eighth. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it came out on December 9th, 1965, yeah. well before birthday? my birthday. Because I was not born when this came out. I'm, I'm well, obviously, younger it's than 1960-something. Anyway. You're like, you're like 1970s. Mm. 70s. <laughs> I was only like 10, 15 years. 12. 12. I was close. Yeah. 10, 15, that's the average. 12. So, it is an animated family comedy that runs about 25 minutes long. Nothing, nothing too long. Um, it's, of course, based on the Peanuts cartoon that was done by Charles M. Schultz that appeared in the comic, sec- comic strip section of the newspaper. I helped with that. Did you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a past life. Oh, cool. Um, did you ever 
read, we call them the funnies. Did you ever read them? Like, did you ever have oh, access newspaper? to a newspaper? That yeah, you had- got them occasionally. And then sometimes I'd be like, oh, can I please read it? And they got my hand slapped. Oh, you, you're making <laughs> You're such a liar. Got my hand. <laughs> First off, you got your mouth smacked for talking. So let's be real. Aww. And then you got your hand smacked for, for the paper. You are such a liar. My gosh. People are like, dear social services, I listened to this episode. <laughs> what are they going to do now? It's been years. <laughs> I forget, I believe but that, I don't forget. I believe that he may beat his children <laughs> and put them on a show. Um, so this is... <laughs> so so we, turn the, we turn the recording off and afterwards I get slapped around. Right. <laughs> do better next time. You're not funny. Yeah, funny it up, clown. Put the makeup on. <laughs> Not the makeup. I don't want to wear the clown makeup. No, once for um an assignment, I was okay. You know how I feel like I talked about it once. I never remember, but in elementary school, no, it was like no, yeah, some grade. I don't know. I was put into some class that was clearly for kids who needed extra help. Because it was only me and a couple other people, and I don't know why I got allowed. Like I, I was pulled out of classes. And, or maybe it was one of my, I don't know, but we were doing weird assignments, man. But one of them was to analyze a, um, New York Times newspaper. And, of course, I didn't like doing any work. Maybe that's why I was there. But I scrolled down to the funny part, the haha peanuts part, and I was reading through the comics and everything. So, yeah. I also learned about, um, what's it called? Oh, that virus that was big. It was, um. Ebola. Ebola, oh, yeah. Nice. And because I because I was so young, it seemed much more dire to, dire to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to kill everyone. Because uh, at the time, they hadn't found a cure for it or anything. Or whatever. With the new, well, That's what the newspapers were saying. I got you. And so all I know is the newspapers. Right. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> it's the old ball. They're going to come over the flights, and they're gonna we're going to catch it, and then we're going to turn yellow, and we're going to die. <laughs> and I was sitting in this class, and the bell rang, and I left. And then they just leave you, you with know, that. You know, sometimes I feel like I just went into classrooms. And they you, just You don't even know if you I were supposed to be in there. Cuz I can't even I can't even recall going back after that. Nice. Nice. So, nice. I'm, I'll have some gaps in my memory. <laughs> it's from all the beatings. So, this <laughs> oh film God. had Hope you like Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Smile harder. <laughs> The film had a budget of $150,000 and had made millions and millions of dollars in sales since its release. I I couldn't even find like a well, this is how much it's just millions and millions millions. It made the money. They spent a they little spent money. money. Yeah. The film is loved by all and critics oh, to this all? day by all everyone even you. Um critics to this day um say it's a Christmas classic. And that rings in the season. So, yeah, I know how you feel about classics. I know you say just because. No, I feel like all of the Christmas. It's like every Christmas movie is a classic movie. They're all they're all just Hallmark movies. Oh, that's a different thing. I do not watch Hallmark movies. <laughs> I will. Ne- I will never watch a Hallmark movie. 
That is not it's true. It's all the same. No. It's all the same storyline. Oh, I'm so sad on Christmas Day. Oh, surprise. Good thing happened on Christmas Day. It's a miracle. It always has to do with love. Always kissing. Makes me sick. It always makes me sick. <laughs> I'm like those old two old men from the uh, Muppets that sit up in the balcony. Oh, <laughs> yes. They're like, oh, look, a frog and pig in love. Oh, yeah, it kind of makes you sick, doesn't it? <laughs> I love those guys. I don't know what their names are. I don't either. Don't love I think them one well. of the names is Clearly Frank. don't care. Oh. Well, it's a Muppet. You know how I am about Muppets. I know the names of Muppets. Hmm. Cookie Monster. Yeah. Elmo. Yeah. Big Bird. Little Bird. There's no Little Bird. Not, Not after 97. <laughs> oh, wow. He didn't smile hard enough. <laughs> anyway, oh, you just go in there in the Muppet. That's how they'd fire you. The Muppet was just hanging in the clean. Oh my god! You'd open up your your uh, locker, and it's, it's just, just flat on the on ground. A noose. Oh no, 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 no! It's like the hand just gets taken out, so it's just the body. It's oh. all flat on the ground, and they're just like they gather around, and look, and they're like, all the other ones are sitting around it. Get up, Jim! Get up! That's funny. You said Jim, like Jim Henson. Who? Oh, Jim Hansen. Jim Henson. The he made the Muppets. Hansen. Hansen. Say Hansen. That was like a jerk. Look at his face. He's dead. <laughs> They're always dead. And he died of He's a really scary. crap disease. Oh, oh, oh my! Oh, this one looks rad. Yo, I want this one. Oh, it's a. Yeah, Who is that? that? He's oh yeah, a, name it really fast. I know how you are. I can't. Because, but he's, I know the Muppet. I want that one. Mm, Okay. I want it now. Look at this one. This one's scary. I don't like that one's face. I don't like it. This is old. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I want this one really bad. I don't, I don't like It's like the dog. It looks like the dog, but without the ears. Yeah. It looks, he's built like you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I can relate to that frog. (laughs) Anyway. So, we're going to start the movie. So, this being an animated, it starts off with the Christmas time is here song and the children ice skating. We see Linus and Charlie Brown walking through town. And at first, they stop at a wall and talk about how Charlie Brown does not understand Christmas. And he just isn't happy. And the thing about this... um, and that's why I had asked you if you'd ever really looked at the cart, uh, the, the cartoon strip and everything. Um, sometimes when we go to Barnes and Noble, if they have the old book, we'll take a look at it. These scenes that, like, where they stop at the wall and when they're at her um, psychiatry booth and everything like that, they're actually from the comic book strip. I knew that. I knew that. Oh, I did. Well, I'm sorry. I was actually a frequent um, Peanuts looker. One of my first comments. I. <laughs> Back when I could sneak off the, the the newspaper, right when you were still smooth, when I was still sly, sly, sly my hands were not as slapped. I would read them, now and I really liked them, like the football thing. Chapter wounded. Wow, hold up, hold up, put the football down. All right. I yep. Then you go to kick. I hated her so then, much. Yep. She represented all the girls at my school. <laughs> Just everybody's a Lucy. All of them. Man. So, Linus gives him grief about how he turns everything into a problem, which I can relate to. <laughs> He's like, why is everything a problem with you? Um, the children continue to sing, and we see them all skating, including Snoopy. Linus and Charlie arrive at the skate, uh, the ice 
rink, or I guess a lake, frozen lake, I guess you'd say, to skate, and Charlie Brown gets tossed into a tree by Snoopy. Uh, fun fact, that name of the ice rink, do you know what it's called, the ice, the lake? The lake? No. It's Lake, um, Lake Abyss. No, it's Lake Winnipesaukee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real place. I know what it is. No. We then get the title screen. Afterwards, oh, Charlie, the uh, it's the Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> it took you too long. It took you a little long. I almost went, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, which is not what it is. <laughs> a Christmas day. So, afterwards, Charlie is looking into his mailbox and being melancholy about not getting Christmas cards. He talks, to, Christmas cards. he talks to a friend and gives a sarcastic comment about getting her Christmas card, and she's all, I didn't send you a Christmas yeah, card. That's what I'm saying. She's a jerk. <laughs> Like, and he was always tongue out. Actually, that, I think that's one of the parts I do look forward to the Christmas cards. Yeah. You always get nice little envelopes from your parents. They're always red. Mm. Not allowed to answer them or open them till Christmas. Yep. yep. We put them on the tree. And then that one he gets taken from me and goes towards phone bills. Oh, you know what? That <laughs> is such a lot. <laughs> it doesn't get put towards phone bills? No. It does. If you decide to put it towards the phone bill, that's on you. <laughs> well, I want to put it towards Subway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I sure do enjoy eating fresh. Thank you, Grandma. Why am I Southern? Was that Southern? Yes. Oh. Thank you, Grandma. That's not Southern to you? He, thank you, Grandma. That's more Southern. That is exactly the same way you just said it. That's That makes me sad all day. Oh, all day? Well, at least half the day. <laughs> I'm not even up for half the day. I know. How do you sound when you sleep? What if you spoke in a different language when you were asleep? I snore when I sleep. I know. Thanks for reminding me. I hear me. you. You jerk. You don't hear me. <laughs> yes, we do. Aww. The kids try to catch snowflakes on their tongues and discuss doing so and then throw snowballs at a can, which Linus knocks off with his blanket he carries. What's his blanket's name? Blanky. I think it's just Blanket. I don't think it has a name. Hmm. Well, I look like the Charlie Brown expert. A little bit. Maybe in my past life. So Charlie Brown goes to talk to the psychiatrist, who was Lucy. Uh, she makes Charlie Brown pay in advance <laughs> and then discusses how he is depressed. She gives him advice about what he may be afraid of and any all of the definitions of what they are. Like, all of them. She diagnoses him with pantophobia, which apparently is the fear of everything. And I don't know if that's true or not. But that's what she says, and she's a cartoon, so I'll take her advice. Pantophobia. I think, yeah. It's a total, no, pantophobia is um, a total absence of fear. Fearlessness. So she's wrong. <laughs> well, that ruined my life. I don't <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you looking at? I was just trying to, I was going to look You're up. Googling what? how to find love. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Christmas news. You know that one song, All I Want for Christmas? No, no wrong one. Last Christmas. I that was on when I was coming I hate home that last stupid night. Song. But it's the always very on. Next day always on. Gave it and I away. don't like it because every time I hear it, I think of the choir class in middle school. Yeah. We had one girl who was always singing so much higher than the rest of them. Everyone else sounded so good. But yeah. she sang at like, like pitch, and it was awful. The whole song. Hey, that's inclusion for you. What are you going to do? Kick her out. <laughs> Crush her windpipes. Oh, my God. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets slow, too. 
because she can't speak fast. I don't know. We're going too far with that. So he says he just doesn't understand Christmas and that he is depressed about it. So she tells him that he needs to get involved. <laughs> she, she invites him to be the director of the Christmas play, which to me... It's a good idea, I think. No, I think it's the worst idea to put someone in charge of something that is severely depressed, no, but, you know, whatever. No, I'm saying to get involved. I mean, if you think about it, if you're not doing anything on Christmas, you're going to be sad about it. But if you're doing a bunch of stuff, hang out with your friends, bake cookies. I loved making muffins with my dad when I was younger. I think... Too bad he died in the war. Oh, you are something else. I think that that's true. Get well, involved was good those. information. You know, the strawberry ones. We yeah. made strawberries and blueberries. And I was so excited. This was before I knew Santa wasn't real. And that was just my fat dad eating all the muffins. That would have been, been nice to know. I could have eaten some of them. I didn't eat any of them. My fat dad. Got downstairs and they were all gone. I was like, damn. Do you know how many mornings I was up until like 5 a.m. wrapping presents and then um, I'd have to get up Maybe at like 6 the first four years of my life, but after that, you know Christmas what? has stopped. You, they did not. So. <laughs> Last Christmas. I just I wanted just something. wanted literally anything. <laughs> so Lucy. Dust, dust, dust and skin flakes. Oh, you're, you're Pikmin. That's what he has. So. Lucy, everyone has. Lucy goes on about how she never gets what she wants either and gets depressed about it, too. Yeah, but she wants stocks. And- she, no, she says what she really wants is real estate. Yeah, real estate. <laughs> Which I appreciate. The head in life. Um, we then see that Snoopy is decorating for the Christmas light decoration contest, and Charlie Brown complains that he has gone commercial. You know, Snoopy was my first step in not liking dogs. Wow. Just because? You just don't. He's a jerk. Snoopy's the worst. Really? He's just mean to everyone. He literally only cared about himself. He's very self-centered? He is. Huh. I, you know I, you know who wasn't in this that I wanted to see? The bird. The yellow bird. You know, you're talking about... Um, why can I not think of that dang thing's name? Uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of the bird's name from Peanuts. Woodstock. 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 Oh, my no. God. Thank you. Woman knows everything. She does know everything. She's so awesome. Um, and so, later, Sally is looking for Charlie Brown to help her write her letter, letter to Santa Claus. He says he doesn't have a lot of time, but she is pretty much forces it on him So she uh, and gives him the list. Uh, I like that she says to send her 10s and 20s. I think that's what, make it easy on you. Just send me tens and twenties, and and at, at that point in time, you have to think sixty five. Holy cow, that'd be like saying just send me fifties and one hundreds. Yeah, ju- I only want twenties. <laughs> I don't even want the tens. You want the big face twenties, or can we go old school with it with the I little the, face? I want the ones that are ripped. Yeah, like slightly. You know what? I'll just cut up a twenty and just no. That's illegal. That's defacing money. Oh, I'm not gonna do it then. Um, well, good. I'm glad. We then see the kids at the school dancing around the Schroeders playing on the piano. He's talented. It, how's the song go? And you ruined it. This is why I don't ever sing on Lucy announces that Charlie Brown will be the director, and everyone is mad-faced about it. And when he arrives, even Snoopy boos him. No one likes Charlie Brown. Nobody likes him. Snoopy's... No one ever likes a depressed kid. I guess not. Charlie goes to giving direction, and as he talks, everyone basically ignores him and starts dancing again to Schroeder's playing on the piano. And you wonder why he's depressed. 
Right. Charlie Brown yells at them and tells them to stop the music. He has Lucy hand out parts to kids. She has Snoopy playing all the parts of the animals, and she gives he gives her problems when she when she does so. Like he's like, "Can you play a goat?" And he's like, "Bah!" But then he's like up on her head, like, "Can you play a penguin?" <laughs> I don't know what this penguin in the in the story, but he's got it. I don't know Noah's Ark or something. Oh, nice. So Lucy gives Linus his lines and has to threaten him in order for him to agree to memorize his lines. Um, she also gives him grief about his blanket. But he puts it on like a hat. He's like, you wouldn't hit a shepherd, would you? Um, Charlie Brown says for everyone to take their places. And Schroeder starts to play the dancing song. <laughs> Which everybody just, every time they start to do something, it's... Kids are all dancing the same way. Charlie yells cut and starts to direct again. Charlie Brown makes Sally Linus' wife, and she is all smitten with him, because that's from the cartoon, from the comic strip as well. She was always in love with him. Lucy gives Charlie Brown heck about not thinking that she is beautiful and leaves. Because he's like, you think I'm beautiful, right? And then she's all, you didn't answer right away. (laughs) You had to think about it. Like, just goes right into it on him. Um, Then when Charlie Brown calls action, they all start dancing to Schroeder playing the piano again. Lucy goes on about how Christmas is commercial, but Charlie Brown says this play will not be commercial. Charlie Brown and Lucy agree that adding a Christmas tree to the play will make it non-commercial. So he says he will go and get one and takes Linus with him. Everyone is giving him grief about getting a good tree and doing something right for once. Which, you know what? I think it's fine to say, hey man, make sure you get a good tree. I don't think you need to add on do something right for once. (laughs) You know, you're kind of a jerk when you say that oh, kind look, of stuff. You ever watch Caillou? No. Not me either. Oh. So, I mean, this kid, <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. They're both bald. That's true. I know who I know of Caillou. They said that if you watched Caillou as a kid, you grew up to be uh, really smart. But if you watch SpongeBob, you have ADHD. Mm-hmm. But then the whole argument was like, how are kids given ADHD? Aren't you born with it? I don't know. Man. I don't know, bro. I'm not, I don't know. I that was what we therapy. talked. About. We had to write a whole prompt on that in uh, seventh grade. Of course, you did. When didn't you have Ray to write a prompt? I read a lot of prompts. I know. You know I'm in a college. It's a college, a sophomore college level English class. That's awesome. It's sophomore. That's what I'm. Yeah, right. I'm so tired. Nice. So they yeah, go to nice. the tree lot, and what? How do you say anything good? Nice. I'm tired. I'm sorry that you're tired. Yeah, I want nice. you to get more sleep. How about you scrape up? How about you go fall, scrape your knee, and I'll laugh at you. I'll go, nice. How do you think that would make you feel? Uh, not not nice. Not good. All right. I'm bring I'm it sorry. up in therapy. Sorry for yelling. So <laughs> <laughs> they go to the tree lot and look at all the trees, and after careful consideration, Charlie Brown picks out the sickliest of trees that exist. You good? Sorry for yelling. <laughs> Put down the bottle, Dad. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, this tree is like three twigs, man. I mean, it's like the. I wish I was built like that tree. <gasps> oh no! Okay. I dated a girl that looked like this tree once. People are like, why are you carrying around that tree? And she's like, mm, excuse me. Um, you know what? Fun reference. Oh. Things that look like tree made me think of a. Uh, Gremlins, the pizza in the tree. 
Tree costume. That, that costume makes me laugh every time. Because yeah, he bumps into him and he's all, hey. And he's like, Pete, what are you doing? Yeah, he's like, ow. <laughs> We're not doing that movie right now. <laughs> Linus advises against it, but Charlie Brown says it's just right. It's the right tree to take. Meanwhile, Linus is playing the piano for Lucy in all different types of styles that he can play. And he can play pretty well, man. I mean, he's like Beethoven. He's, yeah. He's like, what, five? Maybe. How old are these kids? I don't know, man. They're unsupervised. It. That's true. Um, it even makes Snoopy come and dance for a while until he, they see him and get all pissed face, and he is he like scurries off. How's the music go? Um, doop 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 doop. It's Jingle Bells. It's not good enough. But then he's all ding ding ding. Because Schroeder plays Jingle Bells in a different type of style, but Lucy says it's not right until he basically just plays it all crap style. Mm. He's just like, ding, ding, ding. And she's like, that's it. And like he flips all over the place. That's how I remember it. Charlie Brown and Linus return with the crappy tree, and everyone gives him all kinds of crap about it. <laughs> Actually, once you guys, um, when, when we were... When Christmas was slowly and slowly becoming worse and worse for us, you guys actually got a really small tree, and you were calling it the Christmas the Charlie Brown tree. It was really small and yeah. crappy, and I was like, man, we don't even put up decorations anymore, and I had this crap small tree that, where are we going to put it? You remember that tree? Yeah, And I you guys put the tree. gifts under yeah, that yeah. tree, it was all I small. remember everything. You couldn't even see it. Oh, do you remember so, everything? I remember everything. Not the birthday sometimes. No. So... They're all laughing at him and giving him heck. Um, Charlie Brown tells Linus that he must not know what Christmas is really all about. And Linus actually tells him about the birth of Christ, saying that's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown smiles and takes the tree home. He is now happy-faced, and all the kids follow him. Charlie Brown stops to look at the stars and says that Linus is right and that he will not allow commercialism to ruin his Christmas. So he gets home and sees that Snoopy won first prize in the contest. <laughs> he takes one of the ornaments off the doghouse and hangs it on the tree, but it wilts over and he thinks he killed it. He's like, I killed it. <laughs> so That's why I am with all plants. Yeah. Yes. And I keep them. I keep the carcasses. They're in my that's, room. That's a sickness. That's a problem. That's I'm called, hoping that they're going to get better. That's called asinasomorphia. It's been like three years. I don't know. That's that's not. What if you just said something really offensive? Right, and somebody has that, and they're like, "That's not at all." So why did you say it then? Because it doesn't. It sounds completely made up. And if I made up, if I happen to say something <laughs> real, then that's pretty impressive on my part. Um. So yeah. So then all the other kids come and say that the tree just needs a little love. It's not such a bad little tree. They take all the decorations off of Snoopy's house and put them on the tree, making it look awesome. Now it looks really good. It was all filled up. Yeah, it filled. Yeah, right. I know. There's like, I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, something's not right about this. They then start to sing together, and Charlie Brown returns, saying, what's going on? He sees the tree in all its glory, and they yell, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, and sing to him. We then get the credit roll end, and you know all of them singing? are singing. Peace on earth. No, they were not. Well, I no. say they are, so they are. All right, well, fine. So then what were they singing? Peace on No, I just <laughs> said it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. What were they? What? Christmas Christmas. Happiness and cheese. Stop. Starving kids. Oh. That's not in the song. That's not how it goes. So overall, what are your thoughts on the film and the experience? Um, I thought it was a cute little film. Yeah. It really taught me what the meaning of Christmas is. 
Well, heck. And it's all my friends treating me like garbage until I am sad and on the brink of the edge. <laughs> all, yeah. And that's when they come. And that's when they finally show up. And they go, oh, we don't want you to die. And they decorate your little tree for you. And they decorate you. my little tree and I come back and I'm like, oh, now you like it because I was gone. <sighs> hmm. I bet Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown grows up to be a real jerk. Well, he had good reason to if he did. That's what I'm saying. Um, in our show, we rate things with moves. Best of five. How many moves do you give a Charlie Brown Christmas? I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Not bad. Not great. Um, I would give it a, as far as Christmas movies go, a 4. Oh, as far as Christmas movie goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, like animated. What if I say 4 and then I watch the Spider-Verse movie that you go on about? I mean, that. I want you to watch if that If I said so 4... Bad. And then I gave that movie like a 3.5. You'd be like, holy oh, you cow. Would, you, you would not be giving that movie a 3.5. <laughs> Quit the show. Oh, I would. I would, I would have quit. so many words. I would. I would <laughs> get nasty you couldn't emails. give me any good reasons for that. That movie's a five. I mean, that movie's an absolute five. Nice. So, we do trivia. Don't, don't do I'm sorry. That. You go through some trivia? Yeah. So. Well, you just skip all my parts. Oh, no, no, no. Favorite please. character, least favorite character. Yeah, so favorite your favorite scene? character. Minus. Minus is Minus your favorite is always character? My favorite. He's always been my favorite. Really? See, I like Sally. I think she's funny. His little sister. Yeah. Right, she's pretty, she's a, yeah. yeah, you know what? You are Sally. Okay. Favorite part? <laughs> <laughs> you know you're old when you just go along with it. Uh, well, shucks. All right. Anyways, the cucumber. I guess I'm a Sally. <sighs> you ever think of that show? The, um... Vegetales? No, I don't care for that. If you like to, I had a, they you know forced really me to watch that, that at that one is house. The bunny. The I didn't even. Bunny. I don't even know it had anything oh, to do with God. I, I started watching it, and then that was all we had to watch. And I was like, I want to watch TV. Put SpongeBob on the devil. Now I'm sick in the head from the bunny. If you like to dance with tomatoes, no. If you like to see squash smile. Yeah. If you like to waltz with potatoes huh. up and down the produce aisle. Wow. First off, that's the most you've ever sang on this show. You finish it. I have no clue what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was really good. That's the VeggieTales intro. Oh, wow. It might have been swapped around a little bit. Maybe oh, it's, good maybe it's potato I... first, not tomato. But that's how I always sing it. I'll take it. Yeah. Did you have a favorite scene? I did. I um. What was, what was your least favorite character first? My least favorite character is um is Lucy. She's, Lucy's my least favorite. She's also mine because she's yeah. a horrible person. Yeah, I so. mean, I I think she's there, but I her decision making is why I say that because I just don't think that the best way. Yeah, you need to get involved. Why don't you come be in our play? That's a good thing. Saying, oh, no, why don't you come direct the play? No. Worst decision ever. You just, you're setting him up for it failure. Fails, <laughs> it fails directly. Then it's his fault. And then she yeah. gives him heck about it. And it's like, bro, you made me the director. Yeah. You know who I am. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I just get really, I need to go talk to her. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's the psychiatrist. Um, what was your favorite scene? Um, it, it's it, when when he... Picks up the little tree and all the little needles fall off. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was when he goes and gets the tree. When he get, yeah. yeah. So like it's the same thing. Yeah. 
So some trivia? Uh, yeah, some trivia. So, the short was watched by over 15 million viewers when it first premiered in 1965, which is a huge number. I was half of those. Oh. oh. Um, that's impressive. Which is how much? Quick math. Go ahead. 7.5. Yeah. Are you positive? Yes. Yes. Half of that, 3.75. Half of that. Okay. Yeah, anyway, that? I don't what's know. That it's going to be like 0.33333 continued. I hate when it's point three. But what's that infraction for him? Oh, I can't do yeah, that. I can't do I that. I don't know fractions. I don't know. So, I don't know. Kathy Steinberg, who did the voice of Sally Brown, Charlie Brown's little sister, had not learned how to read yet at the time of the production. So she had to be fed her lines, often a word or syllable at a time, which explains the rather choppy delivery of the line. All I want was for Christmas and all that kind of stuff. Uh, she just wants her fair share and all that. Oh, I hadn't even noticed. Yeah. That's like a lot of effort. It makes sense, though, for somebody that age, that's how they would sound. So that's probably why people don't really... Oh, there was... There was... Oh, what's that one show where he uses his kid? There was... um, He used his kid for one of the... Mike Wazowski! No. That, well, he did. He oh. chased his little two-year-old. Well, there, was another, there was another show where they used... He used his kid to voice... Oh, it might have been um, Adventure Time, actually. Oh. Uh. Shoot, I don't know. Meemaw? No. Meemaw. Meemaw. Meemaw yeah. was a kid. All right. Maybe, maybe. I think you're right. I think it I think it was. Meemaw was created by the kid mm-hmm. and sent in, and then I think he used his kid to voice Meemaw. Yeah. Yeah. Good job by me for that. I can remember that. I can't remember. No, your no, no, no. It was um it was a it was a swearing. The kid had to swear. Because they thought it was funny. Because mm. he was making the kid cuss. I don't know. I don't know. Dang it. Production ended ten days before it premiered, so they cut that pretty close. Um, in 1993, Knott's Berry Farm gave out free VHS copies of the special during the holiday season to kids during a special event. The VHS tapes did not contain any previews, promos, studio logos, or even FBI warning. It was just the full unedited episode. Mm. So, do you have anything else for this Christmas special? I don't. Do you like when I say special? I don't. Oh. All right. So, we're going to wrap up this tonight. Um... The, the Christmas special. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for letting us be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Very neat. I'd uh, like to thank everyone for stopping by and listening to our Christmas special. We deeply, deeply appreciate it more than you could imagine. Of course, um, you can always email us at or at the yesteryear podcast at gmail.com or you can find us at the yesteryear podcast.com if you'd like to check us out. And as always, we do love you. Merry Christmas, everybody, and say goodnight, Beth. Goodnight, everyone. Ho, 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 ho. That was wonderful. Thank you, you two. You also will get some special gifts under the tree this year. <laughs> I mean, mm, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Anyway, next we have Leslie Beer from Fear of the Week. Nope, 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 sorry, that's the wrong podcast. She does so much stuff, she is... Hey, what's the name of her podcast again? Yes, I know, Santa's supposed to be all-knowing. Okay, because I want to know. Yeah, of course I knew that. But here's Leslie Beer from... 
because I want to know. It's a pretty good podcast, and again, I think you should all check her out. Wait a minute. Wait, Leslie Fear. Why do I know that name? Send me that good non-existent Yes, I checked it twice. Alright, well, Leslie Fear makes the good list this year. So, uh, I'm going to have to look deep into this one. But anyway, as I look into this a little deeper, why don't y'all kick back and enjoy her little episode from Because I Want to Know. Leslie Fear with Because I Want to Know Podcast. I'm joined today with Helen Kelly. Hi, Helen. Hi, Leslie. We are combining efforts. She is my friend in the UK to help enjoy the Christmas holidays and spirits with the Tragedy of the Cinema podcast. We thought we'd give you guys a little something to listen to over the holidays and enjoy. And we thought we'd dive right on in. So, uh, Helen, over there across the pond from me, Tell me your favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> so we've got a few, but one of them's always like a weird one. So we love Home Alone and Home Alone 2. They always come out on Christmas. Right. Um, love Actually. I don't know if you guys have heard that one. Yes, yes. Movie. Very good. No, I loved it. Kira Knightley. Yes, loved her. Perfect. Miracle on 34th Street, Elf, The Grinch. And then obviously Muppets Christmas Carol, because that's not a Christmas without the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if you guys do it as well, but we always have Die Hard. You know, it's so funny because I know in Die Hard, it's over Christmas that all that yeah. happens. And I heard someone else talk about Die Hard being a Christmas movie. And then there's other people going, no, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> and it's so funny because... It's not like relating yeah. to Christmas at all. It's just because it's set at Christmas and it's such a, I don't know, just a loved film that it always comes out at Christmas. Always guaranteed. That is so funny. Now, have you guys ever heard of A Christmas Story? Yes. Okay. We always watch that. Now, I happen to love Elf. It's probably my favorite. Well, and Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. You know that one, right? Yes. Yeah. That one is a must as well. But um, how old are your kids? They're three and eight. Okay. So is their favorites like the Muppets, that kind of stuff? Yeah. Hayden absolutely loves Home Alone. Um, He wants to go to New York every time we watch it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when are we going to New York? Yeah, and then the three-year-old, Ruben. I don't know if he likes specific ones or not. He just loves anything. Like uh, Quite often you get like a Thomas Christmas special or a Peppa Pig Christmas special or um, what have you. But he'll pretty much watch anything. He's not fussed. He's, he's happy that everybody's sitting around enjoying and maybe getting a snack. Let's yeah, be honest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we talked about movies and we can certainly go back to those, but... I know we probably have different traditions here in the States than you guys do there. Yours probably goes a little further back than ours does. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have 
a certain food that you cook and or do you eat or whatever during the holidays? Is there something specific you have to have? We've always had turkey and something else that will either be turkey and beef or turkey and gammon or I don't know. It's always been something. Obviously, being veggie myself, I always have a fake turkey. Oh my gosh, what is that? Do you know, it's funny, I didn't even know you guys would do turkey there. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, no, we love a turkey. It, turkey has to be on Christmas Day. It's not Christmas without turkey. Oh, gotcha. Now, how do you make yours? I don't know. I've never a turkey in my life. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I lie. My, my mum cooks them. So we had first Christmas in our house um, in, instead of going to like a parent's. Was it last year or the year before? And um, my mum brought the turkey cooked. <laughs> Well, that's one heck of a mom right there. You know, kudos to your mom. It's in the oven somehow. Hey, you know what? You know, they're really not hard. I usually, just because I have such a big turkey, I usually have to make every year. Not this year as much, just because of COVID. And we're trying to keep the gatherings very, very small. It's just so bad here, as you know, and you've heard. But you get those big turkey bags. It's those Reynolds oven bag. You know, you put all the veggies in it or whatever you do. You butter it. You get all the spices going. And then you just put it in this bag, put a couple slits in it, and then you know slowly roast it. And it turns out really well because it's, it keeps all the moisture in. Listen to me, I might as well just have a cooking show on now. I may have to take this out. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, any listeners decide they want to do that for Christmas, uh, knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you said something else. Gam- would you gammon? Is that what you said? Yeah, gammon is um, it's basically um, pork. Oh, is it a certain area of pork or is it just... Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know because we have like, obviously you've got the bait, you've got bacon, you've got pork chops and then you've got gammon. So I don't really know where that is. It might be rump roast or, you know, I don't know. It's normally like a big slab of meat. Same as you would get like <laughs> beef or something that's just chucked in the oven. Again, as you can tell, I don't do meat, so... Oh my god, that is so funny. Okay, so what are your sides that you like the best? Like, you know, stuffing. Do you guys do stuffing? Brussels sprouts come out every Christmas. I hate them. Absolutely hate them, but everyone else loves them. Um, Yorkies, so Yorkshire puddings. Oh, you know, I we don't it's in the songs. But uh I you know but I don't even know what Yorkshire pudding is, to be honest with you. What is it? It is puffy, almost like pastry. It's like made of air so like it's puffed up and it's normally got like a hole in it so you normally put some gravy in the middle or what have you and then when you cut it almost like flattens to nothing does that make sense like a souffle kind of does that is that right no no i don't know how to explain what your pudding is yeah well hey you know what i know it's a side right (laughs) i'll google it yeah search engines are available (laughs) (laughs) because this is such quality listening right now Uh, (laughs) no i'm kidding um well so some of the things i like do you guys ever have green bean casserole oh no well we do but not for christmas yes well thanksgiving and christmas we do i know green beans it's well it's green beans mixed with condensed mushroom soup and you put some garlic you put some black pepper in it and you top it with those french fried onions and bake it oh wow no we don't have that you need I that. I've heard of a green bean casserole before, but no, not a Christmas dinner dish. Yeah. Well, you know, it may just be my weirdness, but I, as far as I know, that would be on my table. And then, of course, sweet yeah. potato casserole. Got to have sweet potato casserole. Wow. So we do sweet potato mash. 
but not as a casserole. That yeah. sounds nice, though. Well, it, it may as well just be a dessert. Let's be honest. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you add when when you're adding sugar to sweet potatoes already, oh. and then oh yeah, and then and then, then add sugar to our sweet potatoes, yeah. and then you add caramelized pecans on top, and then bake it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's good, though. it's almost like a pie. You know, it's a glorified yeah. pie without the pie crust. Uh, <laughs> Because, you know, there's not a weight problem in the USA, right? (laughs) I may take that out. So, and then, of course, stuffing. We call it either stuffing or dressing. I know people are very passionate about their stuffing and or their dressing here. I think dressing, I think the stuffing is what they put inside the bird when they cook the bird and then you eat it after, which is a lot of people have a problem with that because it goes in a raw turkey, even though you cook it. I don't know. And then the dressing is what you make on the side. Okay, so ours would be dressing then, because normally we do it on the side. Exactly. So I, mean, I know people do different things with their turkey, so sometimes they will stuff stuff in their turkey and things like that, but pretty sure it's not as much of a done thing here as it is over your side. Right, exactly. Now, do you guys let the kids have a little sip of wine at all? When not Maybe not yet, but like when they're a little older, you know? Um, the, our kids haven't. So Hayden's eight, he's not. We've you know we have offered once. You know we always say it's like mummy's special adult juice. That's <laughs> normally what I call my wine. And I did say to him once, "Do you want to try it?" And he was like, "No, no, I don't want to try it." And I was like, "Okay, fair enough." Well, you know, it's good that he's not an alcoholic right now. Yeah, that's good. Well, you know, because I know in the UK, I think the drinking age. What's the legal drinking age there? Eighteen. It is eighteen. Okay, I kept thinking it was younger than that. <laughs> What you thought it was like 16. Well, I don't know why I thought that. I guess, who knows? It probably was in Christmas vacation somewhere, somehow, or something like that, or European vacation. You used to go on holiday to Spain and you could be 16 and have some a beer if you were eating a meal or wine if you're having a meal or something like that. But no, not um, not in the UK. It's with been 18. Okay, well, maybe that's where I'm getting it. I, it yeah. must be that. It must be, it must be some other. <laughs> <laughs> that we didn't start earlier oh well yeah sometimes with you guys as well that's a whole other podcast honey (laughs) (laughs) okay let's talk about trees real or fake we do both i think it'll be split half and half if you were to do a poll in the uk might even be more over to the fake side I think it's probably that way here, although I think every year it changes just on our moods because a lot of people get the real ones and a lot. You're right. I think some people do one or the other or both. We usually just do the fake because it's easier, but I love the smell of a real tree. Let's be honest. Yeah, we've never we've never had a real one ourselves, personally, just because when I was younger, we lived in pubs and we had dogs and stuff. So we always had like a little tree that was either on a table or on the wall. We used to get we used to have one that was half cut off and used to stick it on the wall. But your mom could cook a mean turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so when we got our own place, we've always just had fake tree, really. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's kind of me. Um, like I said, I, I don't necessarily do it on a wall, but I think that's very inventive. Um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of... Tiny as well. Well, and I'm sure a lot of people that don't have any space, that's a great idea, to be honest with you. Like people up in New York and the flats and that have closet for a house, you know, or for an apartment or whatever I feel for those people but what a cool place to live right yeah I know right I know so okay do you make your own decorations or do you buy them 
buy them. Can't be asked with that. I mean, some people do. Um, I mean, the kids will always come home with something normally from school or preschool that they've made at Christmas time that goes on the tree. But we've got like decorations, probably the same as you that you get. You start building up your every year. You buy a couple of new ones. Right, um, right. But we've got a little family tradition of every year. Everyone choose a new bauble for that year, and then we get like slowly building up like some other ones for the tree. A new a bauble? You mean a new yeah. ornament? A little hanging tree decoration. <laughs> do, what do you call them? I, an ornament? I think we call them ornaments. Yeah. <laughs> tree ornaments. Yeah. I know. It's like, what? Well, it's kind of like, if anyone uh, listens to my podcast, because I want to know, I have already had a conversation with Helen. She is also a 999 operator, which is equivalent to our 911 operator, and her job is fascinating, and also very uh, can get very tragic but we got to a point at the end of the conversation where we were comparing words and um, I had no idea when I was texting her about our interview saying hey you know you don't have to it's not going to be a zoom call it's just going to be a regular phone call and I may not even be wearing pants <laughs> and, and she and she just kind of went away for a while and I thought maybe she thought I was being weird or something i don't know what was going on and then she said that what did you say tell the listeners i told dane and then i was like oh apparently leslie's not going to be wearing any pants we're all cool <laughs> and what do pants mean for you oh they're underwear so like knickers or whatever you call them <laughs> we don't call them knickers knickers <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. No, we call them like just underwear, you know? Yeah. But what is your... Okay, so we talked about desserts. No, we didn't talk about desserts. What is your favorite uh, holiday dessert? Talk about roast potatoes. I'm guessing you guys have roast potatoes, right? Oh, wait, you're right. Well, we do mashed potatoes. You don't do roast potatoes? Um, I guess you could if you wanted, but it's mostly mashed. <laughs> I know. It's not Christmas without a roast potato. Well, how do you do them? Well, of course, you don't cook. How does your mother do them? I, well, I do potatoes. I do my roast potatoes. So, peel a potato, cut it normally into, depending on how big the potato is, like quarters, maybe even smaller than that. Right. Boil them until they start softening a little bit. Then you drain the water, bash the crap out of them so they get all crispy and fluffy when they go in. And you chuck them in the oven with some oil and they come out well nice, really nice and crispy. Um, but then soft in the middle, lush. Mm, and you just like salt and pepper them? Is that all you do? Yeah, and obviously gravy. Oh, yeah. Oh, the gravy. See? Oh, there you go. Okay. I'd be on board with that. I'd be okay with that. We just usually do mashed potatoes. That's just what we do. But we put sour cream in it. Well, I do. I put cheese in it and sour cream and garlic. And oh, yeah. And it's just, it's just fluffy white goodness. That does sound good. We do, well, for us anyway, as a family, we do the sweet potato mash instead and then roast potatoes we also do cauliflower cheese is that something you guys do cauliflower and cheese hmm no but it sounds delicious tell me more um i say i don't make that one <laughs> my mum does um, but yeah it's normally just cauliflower and then it's in like a white creamy cheesy sauce mm. that's my favorite of ours okay that sounds delightful is that mainly just for christmas or is that any time normally a sunday roast or christmas yeah 
Nice, nice. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we don't do the roast potatoes. I'm sure some people do. I know people do, you don't like Brussels sprouts, but I think a lot of people do those here. But they roast those as well, and they caramelize them. And those, they turn out really well when you roast them in the oven. Well, well nicer than steaming or boiling them. Uh, Yeah, it, it is actually better. I mean... I might actually try one of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if you and if you can do that and caramelize them in butter and get them all nice and crispy, and I think they're delicious, but yeah, let me ask you this. What's your take on fruitcake? Is it called that or is it Christmas cake for you guys? So Christmas cake for us is fruitcake, but the one that's normally like layered with alcohol and you set it on fire. Okay. Okay. Uh, I crazy as i know i'm guessing you guys don't really do that um we don't set the cakes on fire not typically no (laughs) (laughs) so the bog standard christmas pudding is yeah it's like a fruit cake it's layered in some alcohol i'm not sure what i want to say brandy that might be completely wrong and you normally set it on fire um (laughs) i hate it don't do christmas cake i don't really like fruit cake but everyone else does uh, but yeah, that's that's a Christmas pudding. Oh, so that's Christmas pudding? Yes. Oh, okay. Another dessert that we would normally do is we quite often get like fritter rolls or um, like maybe like a trifle or these little, normally like these little mini puddings that are different, like some like mini eclairs or mini other little cakes or something like that. Mm. See, that sounds delightful. But that's, that's, that's like a donut for us, you know? <laughs> Love it. Eclairs, you just go to the donut shop for those, you know. Do you guys make those yourself? No, I buy it from shop. Okay, well, there you go. Oh, your mom makes it. (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay, so do you get matching PJs for everybody? Oh, I try to every year, yeah. It's more of a thing now in the UK. I'm guessing it probably came from you guys because we started doing a lot of things where we've copied you. Well, I think we copied you for more than you've ever copied us. We've been doing a lot of things the way you guys do. So I didn't do matching pajamas, but I would always buy my daughter pajamas and sometimes my son and or my husband too. They're older now, so it's not a thing as much. But what I don't understand, and maybe you can help me, this whole elf on the shelf crap. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. This is another thing I was going to say. Why did we copy you? I know. I, you know, Elf on the Shelf, my kids were too old by the time it became really, really popular. And don't get me wrong, I think it's a very sweet idea. Please don't get the wrong impression. But it's just one more thing that mom and dad have to remember and can't forget. And if you don't have it in your house and other people do, it's almost like, well, then you don't believe in Santa. You know, it's like. (laughs) So we had so many times where it's literally getting to bed at like, I don't know, late midnight or something and then you go oh crap i didn't do anything with the sodding elf <laughs> it's like dang it and then it's a rush out of the bed and go what were we going to do today oh i haven't got time for this what can i do quickly yeah. right and you know you're i tell you what hayden's a smart kid yeah. he probably caught on real fast oh wait a minute this thing didn't move it's either really mad at me or something's up oh yeah we couldn't not do anything we've had times before where we've woken up in the morning and then we've realized and we've had to do, do so really quickly. I still remember one year where that happened. So Dane literally grabbed the toilet roll out of the toilet, put the elf in the middle and threw him down the stairs. So it looked like he'd done like a roly poly down the stairs in the toilet roll. Oh, that is hilarious. But that was very smart. I mean, and the kids bought it. So, you know, there you go. And it is nice like seeing their faces and it's like so cute and, you know, all that Christmas wonder and stuff. But it is a ball ache. 
so funny. So, yeah, because it's like, uh, what time is it in the UK? It's, it's about 2.45 in the afternoon here. What time is it there? Quarter to nine. Yeah. So 8.45. You're seven hours ahead of us now. You used to be six, but we, we go back on our times for daylight yeah, saving. Yeah. Oh, That's you do? I had no idea you guys did that too. Yeah, so, what is it? Spring back and then autumn no it's spring forward fall back <laughs> yeah that's jeez oh, i don't know what i'm talking about i had no idea you guys did that too i really didn't yeah. I, yeah. I, and it gets dark doesn't it you go backwards so that it's you've got more daylight during the day but then it gets dark quite early now. right and you know i think at one time it was useful to conserve yeah. and now it's like is it really necessary winds me up like why are we having to move the clocks forward and backwards and it just makes no sense to me so okay let me ask you this do you guys have christmas carolers come by the house or do any of that so i knew this was going to be a question because i said today oh christmas carols so we don't have people come to the door we're we're very british you don't knock on someone's door really (laughs) oh really okay but we have public events so um like the local Hayden school for instance they have a choir and, and then it will be run by one of the local church or something and they go outside and they'll do like a carol singing and so it's more like a public event gotcha okay well we you don't knock on people's doors here unless you know especially in texas because most everybody has a gun <laughs> <laughs> no actually it's true but no we don't you know, those traditional Hallmark movies when you just see people just yeah. strolling down the lane. There's five of them or six of them, you know, singing and you're just like, okay, this isn't even real. But it's fun and it's sweet and it gives that air of um, holiday spirit. And I, that's kind of what I wanted to do for this. I'm kind of, <laughs> I mean, I had to totally re-edit this thing and <laughs> I think it's fun. I think it's fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys do any Christmas sweaters or do you guys... You know, like, do you... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we wear Christmas jumpers. <laughs> jumpers? What are jumpers? That's what we call them, jumpers, yeah. You call sweaters jumpers? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why. Well, you know, you call pants knickers, so I, I don't even know. We didn't copy that from you. <laughs> we love a Christmas jumper. Yeah, we're always wearing them. Well, see, to me, a Christmas jumper would be somebody on the roof trying to jump. and <laughs> I'm like, it's not that bad, buddy. We'll help you. It's not that bad. Don't jump. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so funny. You guys go and visit Santa and stuff, don't you? Because it's always in the films. Is it how there is in the films? Like um, When they were young, yeah, you'd just go to the mall, literally go to a mall, and they, you know, there would be a Santa. And they still do that. I think they're doing it a safer way this year. Like, you can't sit on his lap, but you can get a photo with him. Of course, my kids are too old for that. But, but yeah, I mean, they're trying to do everything they can to make it to where the kids can go see Santa, which I, I love. Yeah. Because, you know, your kids are three and eight, and golly, girl, they're just still so little, and I would want to keep that magic alive. I did that for the longest time with my kids, you know, so are you going to, do they not do that there? Uh, Yeah, no, we do. We just tend to kind of go to, so like last uh, year, we went to kind of like a, um, it's called Longleat, but it's like a, almost like a zoo thingy on like um, a private estate, but it's like a public zoo with like a safari park that your car can drive through and you get monkeys jumping on your car and stuff like that 
that's um, cool so they do a really cool Christmas thing where you get on the Christmas train and then you go down in the train and go and see Santa and it's like nicely decorated and stuff but we're, we're not going to do it this year we didn't book it because I don't know everything's just kind of getting cancelled so we thought we won't book it and we'll just play it by ear a bit closer and see what we're going to do yeah but I want to know if the muggies were wearing hats some Santa hats <laughs> no they weren't unfortunately <laughs> Well, it's not, it's not terrifying enough to have a, a monkey jump on your car. Let's put a hat on him. <laughs> Maybe a little white beard. I'm not even drinking yet. I can't help it. I don't know. Anyway, so, all right. Oh, music. What's your favorite kind of Christmas music? Do you like the newer stuff, the older stuff, a mix of both? We don't really have newer stuff, in a sense. Whenever Christmas songs come on, it always goes back to, like, your classic Mariah Carey, your George Michael... You know, like the older, like, 80s and probably even before then. Because all the traditional stuff, even the, like, the Bing Crosby stuff, I don't know if you know who that is, but all the older I love just because my parents loved it, and you know, and, and, I, and I love the Mariah Carey and the George Michael stuff, too. Even the Michael Buble stuff is wonderful. Yeah. I love all that. Um, and, and when my husband allows me to do it because he doesn't like all that softer stuff, he likes stuff that's got a little bit more of a beat to it. But, you know, he's pretty good about it. But, you know, I put it on and we always have a fire going and, and well, unless it's hot, we're in Texas, sometimes it's not that yeah. cold. <laughs> well, I mean, it can get really cold here. We're pretty far north, as far north as you can get in Texas. You know, you're like yeah. one county south of Oklahoma here in Dallas-Fort Worth, but... You know, it can get cool, but not obviously not like where you... The other morning, I saw the post on your Facebook page where your car was frozen. Yeah, <laughs> when I left for, um, was finishing work at 11 at night, yeah. I saw the ice on the front windshield. I was like, girl, it's already really cold there, huh? Yeah, so it is cold, but we don't tend to, like, get snow. Like, we love snow, but we never seem to get it at Christmas. We always seem to get it, if we're going to get it, between January and March, randomly. Yeah, no. We start getting our snow, so we never really get a snowy Christmas. Um, but it does get cold, yeah. I mean, it will drop to minus something soon. It doesn't stay like that long. It's normally like early hours in the morning or late at night or something. I got to tell you, when and if we ever get back, because we've been there before, but we're going to rent a car. I don't know how I'm, my husband's going to drive or I'm going to drive. He'll probably be fine. We drive on a total different side of the road. I will just be not good if I do it because I'll be like, wait a minute. Nope, that's not right. Nope. <laughs> and we have a lot of roundabouts as well. <laughs> well, we actually have those here now. Nobody knows how to use them except for us. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're not supposed to stop. Um, unless somebody is actually literally going by you, you're not supposed to stop. So, and that's the whole purpose of it. But it, it doesn't matter. No one knows how to, how to do that. Although we do, we, we decorate them for Christmas. So, hey, there's that. You can at least see the pretty lights flickering while you're watching all the car lights go by. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, okay, so any more questions you got for me on Christmas? Do you do Christmas crackers? Oh, you mean the little firework kind of things. They're not fireworks, but yes. It's not something that I grew up with, and I think it's more of an old Englishy kind of thing, which I love. So I should do that because... Why not? And they sell them like at the drugstores and stuff, little packages of them. Or, you know, like at the grocery stores, you can see them around Christmas. So it's kind of fun because they're not like 
explosive. They're just, they, you yeah, just. No, they just do like a little pop. Yeah. 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 So, but we do have them here and I knew, Hey, at least I knew what you were talking about. That's good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and stockings. Do you put Christmas stockings up? Oh, I'm not talking about tights, stockings. You're not talking about, you're not talking about hose. <laughs> Pantyhose. <laughs> you know what our word for hose is, right? No. <laughs> like a, uh, like a lady that, you know, is a bit easygoing. <laughs> Oh, oh, that kind of ho- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was something. Else. No, I. Yeah, we've heard of that. Yeah, she's a hoe. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to tell them. Okay. Um, I don't know if little kids could listen to this. We've already, we've already destroyed Santa and the elf on the shelf. Oh my god. No. Yes, we do do stockings, and my kids have their little names on them. I had them made years ago, and but I don't like do them for the dogs and. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just, we don't go quite that far. So yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. And you guys do as well, correct? Yeah. So it's quite, they're quite a big thing for us because um, Santa fills them. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, and then, so normally like with the kids, it's whatever from in the stockings from Santa. And then normally it's one present that they've asked Santa for downstairs and then everything else is obviously family and us and stuff oh well, see that's the right way to do it because yes we do it the night that night and you know it gets filled but there's so many other gifts under the tree from santa <laughs> we just we're too indulgent i think no i'm kidding i don't know it's just <laughs> that's just the way we did and sometimes we'll open one on christmas eve it just depends yeah i think different families do it different ways but that's how that's how we've always done it and do you guys ever do the christmas villages where you light them up, you know what I'm talking about? No. Um, you can buy them. They're like little miniature villages, and they've got little tiny lights in them, and you put them on a table, and you put them on different levels. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a little ornamenty type thing. Yes, yes, yeah. A little ornamenty yeah, type thing. Yeah, I think we do have those, yeah. Yeah, bubble, or whatever you call it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making fun of you now. You are. Oh, my God. On here. Advent calendars. Do you do advent oh, calendars? Yeah. And every time I open it up, a little tiny pile of laundry pops out because my kids. No, I'm kidding. No, yes, we do those. Um, I don't particularly do them, but is, is that something you do? Yeah, kids always have a chocolate one, so they get a chocolate every day. Little chocolate. It's the only time they're allowed to eat chocolate before breakfast in our house. Is oh. <laughs> throughout December. Well, there you go. Well, see, that's sweet. It's got, like, so much bigger now. Like, you can get beauty ones and wax melt ones and gin ones I've seen. I've even seen beer advent calendars, too. Obviously not for the kids. Well, that's true. Well, maybe. I mean, if you're in Spain, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I am okay. That's all right with me. But, no, um, the, I love talking about Christmas with somebody that's not from here because it's just, you know, so different and it's fun to compare and it's fun to talk about traditions, especially when they're not exactly the same. And that's so much fun. That's why I wanted to talk to you because first of all, you're my friend and we've been friends for years and I admire the work you do and keep that up, girl. And God bless you for that. That that takes a special person. And I hope the listeners of Tragedy of the Cinema have enjoyed our little Christmas talk, Christmas traditional talk. And um, Helen, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a blast. No, thank you for having me. It has been fun, especially just to see what you guys do, as you would say, on the other side of the pond. The other side of the pond. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.
<laughs> that Leslie Fear, she is something else. <laughs> How she makes me laugh. Oh, old Saint Nick needed that little jelly billy laugh. <laughs> well, next we have a very special treat. We have. Wait, is this correct? No. How in the world does somebody like James get hold of a podcast like this? And to help with this Christmas special? Wow. I don't know how, but people, you are in for a treat. Our next story comes from Hillbilly Horror Stories. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just amazed. Wow. So, what? Yes, I know Jerry's on the naughty list. Yes, I know Tracy's on the good list. No, we don't have a list for dogs, so Ninja doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's okay. So, if you guys have never heard of the Hillbilly Horror Stories podcast, you have got to go check them out. It is definitely one of Santa's favorites. And if I had time to listen to them on Christmas Eve, this would be the one I'd listen to. And of course I would listen to James also. So you guys are in for a treat, and let's listen to Jerry and Tracy. My name is Jerry. And my name is Tracy. We are the host of Hillbilly Horror Stories, and the tragedy of cinema is obviously doing a cool thing with putting on this Christmas episode. They asked us to be a part of it. We are honored to do our part. Yes, thanks for having us. So Tracy, I know this is the time of year where everybody just kind of sits down with the family to watch Rudolph or Frosty, or maybe it's a Christmas story or a Christmas vacation even. Um, Hello, Rudolph's on the night. Yeah, that sure is. So there's so many great Christmas movies to sit down and watch. And, and I really like the ones that give a heartwarming message, such as It's a Wonderful Life or A Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. My favorite Christmas story, though, is one that's not quite as popular as the ones out there. Matter of fact, some of you out there may not have ever even heard of this story. Okay. But it goes back to my childhood, and it's something that I think always gave a great message, and it's always stuck with me. You know, when I think I was probably in second or third grade when I first heard this. No story. kidding. So, you may be asking, what is this fantastic story? Uh, do tell, please. <laughs> it's a story, it's a short story by O. Henry. And yes, that's the same O. Henry that they named the candy bar after. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, he was the original O. Henry from the early 1900s. And the candy bar O. Henry was named after. The writer. Very cool. Anyway, this story is called The Gift of the Magi. I mean, you're probably asking, what is a Magi? They were the first to ever give gifts at Christmas time. Because you see, the Magi were the three wise men who came to see baby Jesus and gave him practical gifts at the manger. Oh, very nice. So our story is going to take place in 1905, and it involves a young married couple, James Dillingham Young and his beautiful wife, Della. Money was extremely tight for the young couple. James worked for this established attorney in town, and he was an apprentice, and he was making $40 a week. Remember, this is 1905, Mm -hmm. so $40 a week wouldn't great money, but it also was pretty good for the time. 
Unfortunately, though, the attorney passed away and everyone at the law firm had to take a pay cut until another attorney could be, could come in that could carry the caseload. Okay. His salary was cut in half, so oh, now he's making goodness. $20 a week. Oh, the couple was really struggling to make ends meet. And James and Della, they did their best to stay positive about their situation. They knew it was only short term and James actually was going to be able to be an attorney, but that was still three years down the road. So yeah. their, their future was bright, but for right now, right now yeah. it was pretty bleak. So through the tough times, they each had one prized possession. James had this beautiful pocket watch. Now this, this wasn't just any old watch though. This was a watch that came from his father. And it was handed to his father from his father before him, wow, James's grandfather. How nice. So James would look at it a hundred times a day, but most of the time he did this in private because he didn't have an adequate chain for it. It was just a cheap chain that was not suitable for a watch of this caliber. And sometimes during his times of owning the watch, there were times where he didn't even have a chain at all. Della, on the other hand, her prized possession, her hair. It was long, past her knees, and absolutely gorgeous. She was so proud of her hair that if a queen was in her presence, she would surely have sat there and brushed her hair right in front of her queen just to flaunt how beautiful that it was. (laughs) So on this particular day, Christmas Eve, James was at work and Della was counting her money. She had been scrimping and saving every spare cent that she could over the past few months. $1.87. That's all she had to show for months of effort of trying to save every penny. How could she possibly buy James a gift that he was so deserving of with such a small amount of money? So Della went walking around downtown, and she looked at all the stores, and then she saw it. A beautiful simple gold watch chain. James would be so happy with a chain like that. It was simple, but exquisite, just like Jim. With a chain like this, the value was in the precious material that it was made of. Well, how thoughtful of her. So she went to the store clerk and inquired about the cost of the chain. And just like in that scene out of Pretty Woman, he pretty much told her it was $21 and then brushed her off. He assumed that a chain like that was definitely out of her range Mm -hmm. of capability. So Della was crushed. It was Christmas Eve, and James deserved that damn chain. Della then saw a sign. This was a sign out in front of a shop that read, Mrs. Safrani's hair articles of all kind. It was a a wig shop. It was a what? A wig shop. Oh, a wig shop. So she ran upstairs, and she asked Miss Safrani, if she would buy her hair. Miss Saffroni said, well, take off your hat and let's see what you're dealing with. Della took off her hat and pulled out the comb from her hair, allowing it to flow down like a brown waterfall. Miss Saffroni said, yes, yes, indeed, I will buy your hair and I shall give you $20 for it. Della said, deal, but I need to do this quick. With that being said, Miss Saffroni pulled out her scissors and she cut off her hair just under the ear of <gasps> Oh my God, that's so short. She gave her the money. Della then hurried to buy the chain so she could get home to make dinner for her gym. When she got home, 
she went to the mirror and just stared at it and she did her best and to fix her hair to make it look like it was going to be as presentable as possible. She kept looking in the mirror and thinking that James will think that she looks like a schoolboy. Mm-hmm. But what else was she supposed to do? It was almost seven and James was never late. Della held the box with the watch chain in her hand and she waited by the door. She could hear Jim in the hallway. She was so nervous. What if he didn't think she was pretty anymore? No. So Della would often say these little prayers when she was concerned, and this was one of those times. Please, God, let him still think that I'm pretty. So Jim stepped inside the door. He wasn't smiling. He needed a new coat and didn't have any gloves on. Jim just stared strangely at Della in silence. There was an expression in his eyes that she couldn't really understand, one she hadn't seen before. Della was filled with fear. His look was not that of anger or surprise. It wasn't even a look of disappointment, just strange. Della said, Jim, don't look at me like that. I had my hair cut off and I sold it for money. I did it for you. I couldn't live without buying you a Christmas gift. My hair will grow back. You don't care, do you? My hair grows so fast. It's Christmas, Jim. Let's just be happy. Wait till you see the beautiful gift that I have for you. Jim finally spoke up and said, You've cut off all of your hair. He was struggling to understand what had happened. Della said, Yes, I cut it off and I sold it. Don't you like me now? I'm still the same girl without my hair. Jim, perplexed, looked around the room, and he said, Your hair's gone? Della replied, Yes, I sold it. It's gone. You don't have to look for it. It's not here. It's the night before Christmas, Jim. Be good to me, because I did it for you. Della said, Maybe the hair on my head could be counted, but no one could ever count my love for you, Jim. Mm. Let's eat dinner. Jim went over and put his arms around Della and gave her the biggest, longest hug and embrace. Then Jim stepped back. He reached in his coat and pulled out a package and tossed it on the table. He told Della that it has nothing to do with a haircut. That nothing like a haircut could ever make him love her any less. And then when she opened that package, she would understand the way he felt when he walked in that door and saw that her hair was gone. Della quickly opened the package and screamed with joy, and then the joy changed to tears. In the package was the most beautiful set of combs that she had admired in one of the stores downtown. They were adorned with beautiful jewels and would look so great in her hair when she put it up with them. They were very expensive, and she never would have spent that kind of money on herself. She never thought that someday she would own such a treasure, but now her hair was gone. Della, looking up at Jim, held the combs up to her heart and with a tear in her eyes said, My hair grows so fast, Jim. She then jumped up, remembering that she had not given Jim his gift. She excitedly gave him the box. Jim opened it up. He looked at the chain and he smiled. Della told him to put it on the watch and show her how it looked. She explained to him how she looked at so many stores to find the perfect gift. 
She said, now you'll have to look at your watch a hundred times a day just so you can show it off. Jim smiled at Della and said, let's put our Christmas gifts away and let's keep them for a while. They're much too nice to use right now. Della looked confused. Jim looked at her and said, Della, I sold the watch to buy your combs. Oh my gosh. They're the sweetest. Tracy, the Magi were wonderful men. Wonderful, wise men. They brought gifts to baby Jesus. And being wise men, the gifts were doubtlessly wise. Here I've told you the story of a couple who each sold their most valuable things that they owned for a gift to each other. Of all who give gifts, these two were the most wise. They are in the spirit of the Magi. Oh, what a great story. So, anyways, I thought that was a cool story about being selfless. And it I sure I was. I love that story. So, thank you guys so much for allowing us to be a part of this, and have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hi, my name is Tim Mullins, and I am the producer for Triple H Media. I just wanted to step out of character real quick and say a very big thank you to James. James, thank you for allowing us to stand on your stage and share our podcast with your listeners. We want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Go love your families, hug on your families, make some great memories. My episode coming up is called Solo Christmas. And for those of you who do listen to my podcast, which is a uh, audio drama, a while back ago we did a short show called Solo. It was a zombie apocalypse show. And we have had overwhelming demand to bring it back. And although I can't bring it back right now because we do have other shows in production, I did think I would bring it back for the Christmas special for James. So with that, I present to you a solo Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. The world has been destroyed. You can only depend on yourself. You survive by yourself. You survive solo. One for you? Oh, don't worry. 
every time. Good guess, but not today, pretty lady. But here, I'll give you a hint. Open up and say, ah! Does everything have to be a joke to you? Yes, and you're welcome. She could have bit me, but she didn't. But she could have. Relax. I had her in my view the whole time. There are just things you don't play with. My life being one of them. Relax, John. I was just having a little fun. That could have... You know what? It doesn't even matter. I'm done. Done with what? I'm done with you. I'm done with your stupid jokes. I'm done with it all. You need to calm down, mate. It wasn't that bad. No. I'm done. I'm leaving. Good luck. John, stop. What? You gonna shoot me now? Really? Not if I don't have to. So this is what it comes down to. Shut up. Don't tell me to shut up. If you're gonna shoot me, just shoot me. Crap. Miss. You can, uh, leave now. I'm sorry. Look, about what I said. No. You made it quite clear how you feel. 
You don't like me and apparently you don't trust me either. It's not like that. No. I'm pretty sure it is. If you're not going to walk away then, then I will. Goodbye, John. Don't. Please. Please. Don't leave me alone. I don't have anyone else. I don't have anyone else. Being alone won't be so bad. I don't have to share my food or water. I only have to look around for my own ammo. Only the ammo that I need. I don't have to watch anybody's back. And on the flip side, I got nobody to watch mine. You know what? Doesn't matter. I can do this. Stupid deer. Try that when I need food. <sighs> Relax, dum-dum. You're a grown man. I need something to calm me down.
music always calms the beast, right? Now how about something a little more upbeat? just another deer it's a perfect running night it's chilly a little foggy a little scary <laughs> ah just a deer now where were we Who's there? Who's there? I know someone's out there. It's like they're not even trying to be quiet. That's because I'm not. Michael? It's better to make noise to let you know I'm coming than it is to sneak up on a man these days in the dark. What are you doing here? Mm. May I? Yeah, come on. It's cold. The fire will warm you up. Thanks. So? So? Can't make it on your own, huh? Actually, I'm fine. It was you I was worried about. So, let me guess. Mommy's checking up on me. Actually, yeah. Well, I don't need your help. Is that so? Yeah. Then care to explain how you were going to shoot me just now with your safety still on? My safe what? My safety's not on. No, but you looked, didn't you? <laughs> yet, yet another joke. Just trying to lighten the mood. Well, don't. Not everything's a freaking joke. Look, we've been hanging out for a long time now. We've had each other's backs a long time. Yeah. And you haven't taken anything seriously the whole time. And you know what? It's only gotten worse. That's right. I don't, and yes, it is. You want to know why? No, not really. Go ahead. Ask me. No. Ask me. Fine. Why? Because one year ago tonight... My life ended. It was all perfect. Me, my wife, my little girl. 
We had just finished having dinner. My wife and daughter were in the kitchen cleaning up, and, and I was in the living room setting everything up for the night. You know, we had our own traditions, too. After they were done cleaning up, they came into the living room, and we all sat down on the couch. My beautiful wife sat next to me and our daughter, Harley. <sighs> she laid across both our laps. I reached over and grabbed the remote control and started our favorite movie, Die Hard. Man, how I cherish those moments. My little girl on my lap and my wife by my side. We were the picture-perfect family. I shut the TV off after the movie and me and Harley started to wrestle a little bit on the floor. <laughs> I knew she was avoiding having to go to bed, but what can I say? Those little giggles tugged at my heart every time. Anyways, after a few minutes of playing, I, I sent her to bed. She stood on her tippy toes and gave me butterfly kisses goodnight. Her mother followed behind her to tuck her in and, and to say her prayers. That was the last time I would ever see either one of them alive. Uh, that was the night that nature decided to release her final assault on the human race by releasing this zombie virus. That was the night that my heart ripped out of my chest. That was the night I had to kill my two perfect angels because they were turned into those monsters. That was the night I lost my family. You sit there and ask why everything's a joke. It's because it's the only way I keep myself sane. It's the only way I can cope with knowing my family is gone. And I was the one who had to kill them. Me. I'm their husband and their father. Their protector. But it was I that had to kill them. Damn. It's not your fault, you know. They were already dead. It doesn't make a difference. I know what I did. I have to live with it. You did what you had to do. They weren't your family at that point. You and I both know that. So, watch the second answer. What? Oh, life's been worse lately? Yeah. Like I told you, it's my way of coping. The Night of Nightmares was exactly one year tonight. One year ago at this time, I was sending my angel to bed for the last time. Oh. I mentioned we had our own traditions, right? Yeah. But traditions for what, though? You really don't know? No, no what? Tonight's Christmas Eve.
Oh my God, you're right. I, 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 I've forgotten. Yeah, well, that's not hard these days. Do you think? Do you think any of this even matters anymore? Christmas, that is. It has to. For honor of our loved ones, for God's sake, it has to. Hold on just a second. Hold on. What was that? Here. What is it? A Christmas gift. I know it's wrapped in a bloody shirt and all, but it's the thought, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the thought. <laughs> Open it. What? What is this? I think it's a solid gold watch. A Rolex on top of that. How did you know he was out there wearing a Rolex? I saw him stuck in the barbed wires when I was making camp. You could have at least taken it off his hand first. What? I, I didn't have a box. <laughs> hey, you made a joke. <laughs> It was actually funny. Yeah, well, it's all about perspective, you know. Hey, John. Yeah. Um, thanks. No problem, old friend. Can I ask you for a favor? If it's a match ring, I'll have to cut off another hand. <laughs> no, I'm good, but thanks. <laughs> what you need, man? I, I... I heard you playing the guitar earlier. Can you play a Christmas song? You know. For old time's sake. I would love to. Any request? How about... Silent Night. Is my baby girl's favorite. Silent Night it is, my friend.
You okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen you cry before, and it will never happen again. Now, it's time to get back to reality. Uh, y yeah, of course. Shut up. Tomorrow's Christmas. And you're thinking the same thing I am, aren't you? Yeah. I think so. How many kids were in that camp we passed up yesterday? Two, I think. Boy and a girl. Good. Come on. We need to go shopping. Right behind you, big guy. But before we leave, I have one question for you. Yeah, what's that? You know Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, right? You care to repeat that statement, boy? Whoa, no, no, whoa. I'm good. Stop. Do you hear that? Yeah. Is that Christmas bells? Damn mall Santas. <laughs> what are the odds? Come on. Let's make Christmas mean something again. Do you know what you just did? You shot Santa. He wasn't Santa. And Die Hard is a Christmas movie. We hope you enjoyed this special episode from Triple H Media. You can find us by searching for Hillbilly Horror House in your favorite podcast player. We currently have no shows being aired, but we do have several older shows on the feed, including the original Hillbilly Horror House and Solo. Triple H Media is currently working on two new shows. The first show, Hillbilly Horror House, The Redemption, and the second show, And Beyond. Both due to come out in the year 2021. In the meantime, go listen to our past shows or even consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash hillbilly horror house, where you can hear new short stories released weekly. See you all in 2021. Well. I, for one, do not see that one coming. Christmas and zombies? What is wrong with that guy? <laughs> Nonetheless, not bad. Not bad at all, except for the whole shooting Santa part. That might just get you on the naughty list, Mr. Mullins. Well, that brings us to the end of this Christmas special. <laughs> I so hope you enjoyed it, and we really hope that you find some new podcasts to listen to. 
Go and support these podcasters and their shows. And be sure to come back every week to listen to the tragedies of cinema. We would like to take this time to wish all of you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho.